Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UNP. I really do appreciate it. If you've been listening for a long time, you know what to do. That's right. Smack yourself upside the head. You are a goddamn champion. If this is your first time listening, what I'm going to do is give you all kinds of ways to build intrigue in women. And intrigue is so important to get them really attracted to you. And I'm going to explain what intrigue is, why it works so damn well. And I'm going to give you a myriad of different lines and different things you can do to get girls intrigued so that they get way more attracted to you. Even if you're currently in friend zone prison, you're gonna use these techniques and hopefully start getting her attracted to you. Before I jump into the content, I wanna thank all of you for the absolutely spectacular reviews. Man, they're bringing some tears into my eyes, boys. Obviously, you know what I'm gonna say, my non-shooting eye. But man, some of these reviews have really gotten me in the feels, man. Really, really hit me hard. So I appreciate all you guys, you know who you are. If you want to leave me a review, here's the cool thing is a lot of these lines that I'm going to say today are actually in the book that I'm going to send you. It's called The Conversation Sniper, 150 of these kinds of lines. I'm just giving you a couple. You're going to get 150 in this book and all you have to do is leave me a review, preferably a five-star review, but wait until the episode's over before you decide and preferably with some writing behind it. Tell the other dudes what they can expect, what you like about this podcast, then email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com, which is also located in the description. And then I'm going to send you Guide to the Female Orgasm, Three Texts to Build Massive Attraction in Women, and the book, The Conversation Sniper, as well as a bunch of videos, a smack upside the head. I'm going to get your name tattooed on my butt, and I'm going to put your face on the hood of my car. So I'm sitting here right now, and my legs are freaking shaking because I did leg day today. God, I hate leg day. Oh, my God. But I have to build up them getaway sticks because sticks is the operative word there, if you know what I mean. But as one of my brilliant listeners said, you can't spell legendary without leg day. Huh? Huh? J-Row is the dude who said that. I hope you're getting your name right, bro. He hit me up on Instagram. He's like, can't spell legendary without leg day. I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's going into the conversation sniper. And that's basically what the conversation sniper is, man. It's just through my life, I hear funny things like that and then I add them. You know, I'm not, I'm not like brilliantly humorous or anything like that. I just steal other people's shit, stick it in the conversation sniper. Like when I'm watching TV, I always have a notebook on my phone that I just add things to that I found. Also, other pickup artists have said things and occasionally a funny thing will come out of my mouth and I'll slap that in the conversation sniper. So a lot of these have been stolen from other pickup artists. I've heard them in field. You know, when you do this shit for long enough, stuff just comes to you sometimes. So let's get into it, man. Let's talk about building intrigue and how you can do it to get girls attracted to you. Okay, so first of all, intrigue, what does that mean? It's a mixture of curiosity, frustration, and fighting for an answer. So curiosity is an ingredient for attraction. Okay, so we're making a cake here and we have all kinds of ingredients that we need to add. Curiosity is definitely one of them. We want her to be curious about you. We want her to be slightly frustrated meaning that she can't quite get your attention, she can't quite get the answer out of you, there's a mystery about you, and that causes a little bit of frustration. And we also want her to fight. 
fight for certain answers, fight for your attention, fight for your time, as I've talked about a lot in this podcast as well. When we can get her into that all-important mix of ingredients, she's going to get super attracted to you, and this is how we do it. Okay, so these can be used in person or over texting. So a lot of these, you know, you could do either or, but at the end, I'm going to give you a specific texting demonstration to show you how building and tree can be done over texting in the right way. And I would do this shit all the time. I mean, I was going through my notes on this and I was like, oh my hell, I do this to seriously every single girl I talk to. Now, I want to put a big disclaimer on this, okay? is this is a very easy way to look like an asshole. So you have to be unbelievably socially calibrated and you have to see how much she likes to be teased. Okay, so women can get very frustrated very quickly with this stuff, very quickly. Like you get girls who are a little more sensitive, which is fine, it's understandable, I get it. They're gonna get butt hurt super quick with this. Now, quick side lesson. If a girl gets butt hurt about something that you said, The best thing you can do is get real and say, hey, listen, you know what? I probably took it too far. I don't know you very well. I'm just very sarcastic by nature. So if I hurt your feelings, honestly, I apologize for that. I don't want to go too far on a tangent, which I'm apt to do, but you know, a lot of us may think, well, that's not controlling the frame. That's not being the man, but it is because you're recognizing her feelings and, and saying, hey, didn't mean to take it that far. And if you don't want to say sorry, you could say didn't mean to go there. I don't know you very well, so if you took that personally, I won't say those kinds of things anymore. Cool? Now, she's going to be like, yeah, okay, cool. I just don't like to be teased. You know, my dad teased me, my uncle teased me, and that would happen. So with a lot of these things, you have to kind of feel out what works. Like what I usually do is I'll throw one in, see how she takes it. If she reacts very well, then I'm going to keep doing stuff like that. If she gets butt hurt and doesn't react well, well, of course, I'm going to take it off the table. So this is social calibration. You have to read her. And like I've talked about in several episodes, remember, she's leading it, meaning that we escalate based on her readiness and we use the techniques that are good for her attraction type. So you got to beta test these, be very careful with them. If she likes to be teased, holy crap, man, these things are freaking dynamite, dude. They're really powerful. Okay, so first of all, you kind of want to be a mystery. You know, one of the things I notice about guys who are new to this game is they try to tell women all the great things about themselves up front. And you'll get this a lot with guys who are slightly insecure, but who might have a nice car or might have a good job. They're going to try to work in the fact that they have a good job within the first three sentences. Like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. And like they say that immediately up front. But if you're truly confident in yourself, then you can save some of the awesome things about yourself for later. And I'm going to tell you, when you let things reveal themselves in their own time, they're a thousand times more powerful. So let's say you do have a nice car and you don't say it the first time you talk to her. You don't mention it. You don't tell her you make a lot of money. You're very humble about it. Well, what happens then when you pick her up in that nice car? It looks a million times better, a a billion times better than bringing it up like, oh yeah, I was getting, you know, I was getting my Maserati fixed uh, last week and this guy said this. Like so many guys will do that trying to brag. Women know when you're trying to impress them, they hate it. It comes off as if you're qualifying yourselves to them, which is really low value. We want women qualifying themselves to us. So me, for example, I can speak Japanese. I would always hold that for later. Sometimes it would come up in the first conversation, but I'd like to hold it for later where it would just naturally come out. She may walk into my house and notice like some Japanese writing on the wall and ask me about it. I'll be like, oh yeah, I lived in Japan for four years. 
And, and then she'd be like, well, do you speak Japanese? And I'll be like, yeah, I was a translator for a couple of years. And then I could just see it in her eyes. Whereas if I'm bringing it up, trying to force it on her, there's no mystery there. And you want to have mystery with women. You want them to not quite be able to get you nailed down. You want them chasing you, being curious about you. And when they are curious about you, that's going to develop a lot of attraction. I have a saying that says the truth always reveals itself. The truth always reveals itself. So let it reveal itself in time. Hold back some of the cool things about yourself. Don't be insecure that you need to push you know, your job or your accomplishments or anything else. Just be secure in your own communication style. Literally, you can hold a lot of that great stuff back to the first date, second date. And then when she finds it, it's an attraction booster big time. One of the things that I do a lot is when women are asking me personal things about myself, I'll say, oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know that. And that's going to get them to chase. That builds intrigue. She's like, well, why don't I want to know? You'd be like, trust me, you don't want to know. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. So so anyway, what are you having? What are you having? I was looking at the salmon. What do you think? And she now she's intrigued. Now she's curious. Like, what? what is it, right? She asks you, what do you do? Or what did you do? What did you do for a living? For example, in Japan, what did you do for a living? Oh, you you don't want to know that. Uh, I yeah, we we probably shouldn't talk about that. And that and that builds the intrigue. Also, when a girl asks me what I do, I say a number of different things. But one of the things I like to say is whatever it takes. She's like, so what do you do? Whatever it takes. And that always gets them cracking up. And then, as a lot of you know, I'll tell them I'm an ass model. That I'm a famous ass model. Or I work at the zoo and I pick up penguins that fell over because as everybody knows, penguins can't pick up themselves. I'm a mayonnaise farmer. I milk almonds at the almond milk farm or I work at Hillshire Pharmaceuticals, right? And that makes her laugh and then she gets intrigued and then I'm, I'm going to tell her after that what I actually do and then tell a story about it. Different podcast episode, but that's building intrigue because you're not coming up front with the answer immediately. Now, once again, you could take this too far. If you're super standoffish and you're always trying to do this mystery thing and she's just going to get annoyed. So this needs to be done with calibration. Every once in a while, use one of these, see how she reacts. If she likes it, good. If she doesn't, throw it out. The example I always tell my clients is I have this one thing I always do to girls in the bar and that is, do you like to travel? She says, yes. And then I push her gently. I push her away and I say, travel over there. Now, probably about 60% of girls freaking laugh, slap me on the arm, massive boost of attraction. The other 40% get butt hurt. So, you know, it's a little bit of a gamble, but the girls who get butt hurt, I say, you know what, come here, I was just kidding. I obviously know now you don't like to be teased like that, so I won't do it again. But anyway, so, so what's up? How's your night going? You know, just change the subject, plow through it, control the frame, but be respectful of whether or not she's getting annoyed. So another thing that creates mystery is she can't quite peg you as like a certain kind of guy. So a lot of girls have dogs. Seems like every damn girl I meet has a dog. And I'll be like, oh, I love dogs. You know, they're awesome. I had a dog too when I was a kid. And I also ate a dog in Vietnam. And she's like, what? What the hell? And like, yeah, I used to I used to uh, travel a lot. And I traveled through Vietnam and I ate a dog. It was really good. Now she can't quite peg me, right? Because it's like, I love dogs, but I ate a dog in Vietnam. It's like he's an asshole, but he's a kind guy too. And she can't quite like, like pin me. And that's what you want to be is you want to be nebulous out of her grasp. When you're out of her grasp, that gets attraction because, again, curiosity, frustration, fighting for you. All those elements are there and that gets her attracted. I'll also say how much I love kids 
And then jokingly, I'll say, yeah, I love to throw them into trash cans. They're perfect little freaking basketballs. You can wing them right into trash cans. And that'll get her, you know, frustrated as well. I talk about hunting pretty openly, how I'm a hunter, but I love animals. And it's funny as a hunter, bro, don't get me going down this thing now. I'm going to make this real quick. As a hunter, it's a big juxtaposition because we usually really, really love animals. We respect them. And usually we know way more about those animals than most people do. We also understand habitat statistics and we understand why we hunt different podcast episode, but we ultimately kill animals, right? So there's that juxtaposition there, hard to nail down. And that creates a lot of intrigue too. Okay. Telling stories. Like for example, I would always say, Oh my God, this one time I walked in on my roommate having sex. It was the craziest thing. And she'll be like, what happened? I'll be like, oh, I can't tell you that. Out of respect for her and him, I can't tell you, but it was crazy. You wouldn't believe what they were doing. She's like, come on, just tell me. I'll be like, no, you know, I shouldn't tell you. I shouldn't tell you. Why are you always thinking about sex, by the way? You're so like obsessed with sex, Sarah. It's all you think about. Always pushing me, wanting to talk about it. It's like all you talk about. And I would do that to girls a lot of the time. So when you're telling a story, that's really interesting, you can build her intrigue. Like in a certain point of the story where it's about to hit its climax, you can be like, oh, you don't want to know. You wouldn't believe what happened next, but trust me, you don't want to know. It's crazy. That gets her intrigued. But once again, you have to be calibrated. Once she starts kind of getting frustrated, that's when you let her know, actually, this is what happened. Okay. Because if you get them too frustrated, they're going to get pissed and they're going to leave you. A lot of the times, especially on the dating apps, Like I would jokingly do things like this and they would get pissed off and like yell at me. I've had girls say the meanest things to me because they're just, you know, some girls are sensitive, like I said, and that's okay, but you have to be calibrated and hey, sometimes it doesn't work, especially when you're doing it to somebody you don't know, but it's a lot like gambling. Sometimes it pays off big time. Just like the, hey, do you like to travel? Yes, travel over there. Bro, I've had girls like go from mediocre amount of attraction to freaking like saucer eyes kind of attraction because I did that. So with a lot of these things, it's a gamble. And I would say building intrigue is sometimes a gamble. Another thing I like to do is after we've made out, I'll text her and I'll be like, hey, so there's something you don't know about me. And she'll be like, what's that? And I'll be like, sure, you can handle it. And she'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, well, back in the 1900s, I was the chancellor of Kissing University. And she'll laugh. She obviously knows I'm joking. Ha ha ha. Oh, you were, huh? And I'll be like, yeah, do you think you got what it takes to get into the prestigious kissing school, kissing university? And this is fun, right? She's playful. We're role playing. And then I'll tell her her kissing grade is in. So your kissing grade is in. Uh, we calibrated, you know, we, we really studied it. We broke it down. Your kissing grade is in. You want to know what it is? Oh yeah, I definitely want to know. No, you don't. Okay. And then I build the intrigue. And then if she's really into it, if she's chasing, if it's going good, I'd break it up into four different sections, skill, passion, delivery, and sexiness. And then I'd go through each one and like talk about it. Bro, girls love this shit. This would get girls so attracted, those who were into it. And with the kissing school one, a lot of girls would be really into that. I also say to girls, do you know what's cool about you? Do you know what's like really cool about you? And she'll say, no, what? And I'll be like, it was a question, dum-dum right? That builds intrigue. Oftentimes when a girl is doing something, I'll look at her and I'll kind of shake my head and just be like, you're such a girl. She'd be like, what does that mean? She'd be like, ah, don't worry about it. You're such a girl though, Sarah. You're such a girl. What do you mean? And they're like chasing you. A lot of the times when she would ask me if I could do something or if I wanted to do something, I'd be like, absolutely. 
out of the question. Like that, that builds some good intrigue. The power of maybe. I would always use maybe. And one of the things that I said in the conversation, Sniper, is we should definitely hang out sometime, maybe. We should definitely hang out sometime, maybe. I would say that all the time. It would always get a good reaction. And then like I would say, hey, maybe we should hang out sometime. Or yeah, like I'd be down with that, maybe. Or maybe, maybe you should come. Something like that. Like when you put maybe in there, it puts that doubt in her mind. And now she's intrigued. Does he want me to come? Does he not want me to come? Another example that's kind of related to this is when she would be texting me about a story or something that happened where she's really excited to tell me, I would kind of make her wait to tell me. So I'd say something like, you know what? That sounds like an awesome story. I look forward to hearing more about it in person. And then she's thinking, well, does he not want to hear about it now? Or does he think it's such a cool story that he wants to see me in person? See, we want them kind of off their inner balance point, like not really knowing what we're thinking, what we're doing. This builds intrigue, curiosity, and again, they're fighting for us. Now, this can be looked at as manipulative stuff. And I guess at first blush, it could be said it's manipulative, but this is the way you'd act if you had game. See, that's the thing about game is like a lot of people hate on us because they're like, oh, you're just learning to manipulate girls. No, we're not. This is exactly what you do when you're good with girls. You're going to be doing this shit unconsciously. It's kind of like I'm teaching you to do it so that you start doing it unconsciously. You don't even think about it. So is it manipulative if you'd be doing it anyway? Well, let me ask you, when you have a baseball swing that's unconscious, is that manipulative if you learn all the fundamentals of how to do it? I don't think so, but whatever. Let the haters hate. Moving right along, since a lot of guys will try to impress women in the first conversation, I like to be a mystery and show her that I'm not trying to impress her. So for example, grabbing my fat and being like, man, I love how I'm kind of getting fat lately. It keeps me warm during these cold winter months. Or like I used to look like a chicken McNugget with tits. And you know what? It always kept me so warm and comfortable. I'm thinking about going back to that look. What do you think? Blowing your nose in front of her, sneezing in front of her, telling her about some physical thing that you can't do. Um, oftentimes, as you guys may have heard, I would jokingly make fun of my angry inch, as I called it. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm rocking an angry inch. You know, it's just an inch long, but that fucker's angry. And then I'd take my thumb and like I'd poke her like in the shoulder. and I'd be like, watch out, the angry inch is going to get you. It's going to get you. And she would always crack up. Well, guys are always talking about how big their dick is, right? So we want to do the opposite. And that shows her we're not trying to impress her. Now, a really hot girl would be thinking, wait a minute. Every other guy tries to impress me. Why isn't he trying to impress me? She gets intrigued, she gets curious, and then she gets attracted. That's how it works. Some other one-liners like to say is, do you meditate? She'll be like, no. And I'll be like, that explains it. I also like to shake my head no while saying yes. So she's like, hey, do you, do you like this bar? And I'd shake my head no, and I'd be like, oh yeah, this, bed, this bar is amazing. She might ask me, do you want to hang out sometime? And I'd shake my head no and be like, absolutely. Absolutely, we should really do that. Or, like I said before, absolutely we should hang out out of the question. And then she laughs, right? Or you shake your head yes and you say no. So, like, she's like, Do you want to hang out sometime? And then you shake your head yes and you'd be like, Hell no, we would never get along. Never get along. I definitely don't want to hang out with you while you're shaking your head yes. Very powerful stuff. Always cracks them up. All right, let's move into texting. Here's a quick texting technique. Now, I'm going to have a dedicated texting episode to some of this stuff, but here's a thing that I do that would really build intrigue. So this falls in line with today's topic of building intrigue. A lot of times what guys do wrong with texting is they kind of do their entire move in one step. 
What I suggest with texting is to build it up slowly and get texting momentum, as I call it. So if you get her intrigued and get her to text back, she's already committed some effort. Now we've learned from psychology, it's called cognitive dissonance. You're going to put more effort into something that you've put effort into already. So the initial text, in my opinion, should build some intrigue, especially if she's falling off. And one of the best texts that I always use that gets girls really intrigued is simply two words. So Sarah dot dot dot. Okay, so Sarah dot dot dot. And she's like, oh, this is intriguing. And then she's probably going to reply back. Or you could say, so Sarah, I have to be honest with you about something. I mean, come on, dude. Like girls always reply to that because they're super intrigued. Or look at this one. So Sarah, I just realized something about you. I just realized something about you. If I texted you and I was like, hey, bro, I just realized something about you. You'd be like texting back immediately. What's that? What'd you realize about me? Why? Because everybody's favorite topic is themselves, right? Remember the all important concept of with them. What's in it for me? Girls just want to know, just like we do, what's in it for them. So when you say something that pertains to them, they're going to get intrigued. They're going to hit you back. Now you're finally getting some texting momentum. You haven't blown your load all in one text. You're definitely not following up because like I said in my previous episode, if you follow up with her, what do I want you to do? That's right. To those of you who listen, hit yourself in the face so hard you fly upward through a skylight and then fly into DIA, text me, and I'm going to hit you so hard you're going to die of starvation before you stop sliding. Moving right along. So Sarah, there's something about me you should probably know. That builds tons of intrigue. Okay, so let's go with the so Sarah one. You just go, so Sarah. She's going to be like, yes, Mark. I was thinking about you today and I came to a very important conclusion. What's that? You sure you can handle it? It's kind of a big deal. Now you gauge how annoyed she's getting, obviously. If she's still into it, you could say this. There are so many good things about you and just one bad. Oh, I love that one. I would use that on every single girl I talk to. You know, I just realized something about you. What's that? Oh, you want to know. What? It's just, there's so many good things about you, Sarah. And just one bad. Now, who, what is she going to say? Every time without fail has happened to 10,563.3 different girls. The point three was a midget. So she says, what's the bad? Every single time they say that. And then you drag it on. And then I would always turn the bad into a good thing. It's too bad you don't live closer because I enjoy hanging out with you. It's too bad you live so far away. Definite deal breaker. We can't hang out anymore. Goodbye. We're broken up. I want my CDs back. Okay. So that's often the way I would do it. All right. And I want to round out this episode with two of my favorites. You do this one thing that's so cute, but I don't want to tell you what it is because then you'll stop doing it. Are you kidding me? Now, a funny story, quick side note, is my current girlfriend, Marissa, is literally one of just like half a dozen girls that didn't buy into that. All the other myriad of girls will buy into it. And i that's what I liked about Marissa is she was just like, okay. I was like, you do this one thing that's so cute, but I won't tell you what it is because then you'll stop doing it. She's like, okay. So, so where do you want to go to dinner tonight? And I was like, fuck, that didn't work at all. What the hell, dude? It works with all other girls. But that's okay. A lot of my other techniques works and that's why she's in the bucket. Oh, shit. All right. And now I want to end it with one of my favorites. There are so many great things about you, Sarah. I'll let you know when I find them. All right, guys, that's it for me in this podcast. I hope you found some value in there. If you did and you want to reciprocate what I've given you today, the best thing you can do for me is leave me a review. And what I prefer is a review with writing. 
Now, some of you guys are on podcast apps that don't allow for reviews, and that's fine. If you could just subscribe or even tell a friend about it, I'd very much appreciate it. The way you can help me is to simply help me grow the brand, and reviews are the best way to do that. This thing is growing like a weed. I have a goal to reach a million men. That's my goal. That's my purpose. That's what I've set out for myself. And if you could help me spread the word of this podcast, this positive message about masculinity, not being apologetic for wanting to attract women, and being the absolute best version of yourself without making any apologies for it, I want more guys to hear this because I think it's such an important message, especially in today's age when the mass pussification of the American male is taking hold and so many guys feel incongruent with who they really are because they're carburetors who are supposed to be tuned to a certain level, but society's message is tuning them out of tune. They don't feel right. They're not getting attraction from women. They're sick. They're unhappy, and I'm sick of it, and I want to reach a million men just like you and me, and if you want to help me on this mission, the best thing you can do for me is leave me a review and email me, man. I'm going to send you the Conversation Sniper as well as a bunch of other programs to boost your ability to attract women, so it's a win-win-win for everybody. Please help me send this message. I really want to get this out there, and your help with that would be greatly appreciated. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I have another awesome one dropping on Wednesday and Friday and Monday and Wednesday and Friday and every single week until the end of time, I'm gonna be dropping this awesome content. So please come back, please listen again, please tell a friend, please leave a review. Let's get it so big that as many men as possible can hear it. All right, thank you again for listening and I will see you in the next episode.